Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. So today's episode is a good one because we get to talk about something that um, everybody needs. We're going to talk about what makes a good website. So what we're going to talk about in today's episode is what makes a good website. So first and foremost, I want to tell y'all what my, I want to tell y'all about a bad website situation, uh, my own. So um, I am pretty well versed in like web design. I, by no means am I a web designer. However, I have a pretty good eye for things. I'm pretty smart. I can teach myself how to do almost anything. And that includes building a website. So I've been building my own website since about 2009. Um, I started my, I started on the internet as a blogger. And eventually I decided to launch my online business, Brazen Boutique. And the mistake that I made was launching it on the same platform that my blog at the time was hosted on, which was WordPress. So let me just give a disclaimer that WordPress is in no way a bad website platform. It is not at all. Like I said, I've been using it since 2009 and I honestly enjoy it a lot. I chose WordPress at the time because it was what I was most familiar with. I was very comfortable with it. I was very well versed in how to navigate it, how to design on it. And so I took the easy route. I also did very little, if at all, any uh, research about other website platforms or more specifically the best website platform for what I was getting ready to launch, which was a online e-commerce business. So even though WordPress gives you the capability to make your, your website a e-commerce website by way of um, adding what's known as Woo- WooCommerce, it's not the best option, in my opinion. It's I would say it's definitely not the best option for an amateur website designer. If you are an amateur, if you are like freshly new to web design, Shopify is going to be your best bet. So eventually, I eventually switched to Shopify. I switched to Shopify about a little less than a year, uh, about nine months into my business. I switched to Shopify. I had done a little bit of research, you know, just being on the internet and following other boutique owners and things like that. I started to realize a lot of them were using Shopify and has definitely changed a lot um, in the last four years. But uh, what I learned was that it was kind of like the most powerful option for e-commerce at the time. And in my opinion, it is still the most powerful option for e-commerce today. So I chose uh, Shopify because it is marketed first and foremost as an e-commerce website platform. One thing that I always tell my followers and my students is to make sure that the things that you decide to um, invest in by way of you know your website or any additions to your website and things like that, you want to make sure that it is prioritizing e-commerce in their marketing. Because even though a platform may give you e-commerce functionality, that doesn't mean that it's the best option for what you need. Shopify is, um, honestly, it's like the premier platform for all your e-commerce needs, not just because of the website itself, but because of the different apps and uh, extensions that it offers, because of the types of integrations that it has, so on and so forth. So for example, like I'm able to integrate my um, email marketing platform, which is Klaviyo. Um, but I could also integrate shop, not, I'm sorry, Shopify with uh, Facebook, with Instagram, so on and so forth. 
it's just super seamless. And it has honestly made it so much easier for me to sell because of the type of functionality that it allows me to have, the different apps that it allows me to add to the website, so on and so forth. So I decided to use Shopify because it was marketed as the best e-commerce platform available at the time. So on Shopify, um, you have the option or the capability to cho to choose what's called a theme. And that theme basically is like, it's kind of like a, um, a template or a container that your website build will be centered around. So for example, when you go on a website, you have a banner and then you have, you know, the pictures of the products and then you have maybe a sliding image or video, so on and so forth. Shopify allows you to add themes to your website and those themes will allow you to choose the organization of your um, the pages on your website. It allows you to change or update the fonts, the colors, basically it allows you to customize what it's going to look like on the consumer side. What I want you to know is that are, there are tons of themes to choose from, but not all themes are created equally. My advice to you would be to literally map out on a piece of paper, like draw out on a piece of paper what you want your website to look like, and also map out on a piece of paper what functionality you want your website to have. So for example, you may want to have a video in the hero area versus having a sliding image. So you want to make sure that you start to research themes that have video capability versus just choosing a theme because what's being marketed to you or presented to you looks good. You want to make sure that it has the functionality that you want it to have from a marketing perspective because every aspect of your website, the homepage more specifically, is going to add to the marketing and ultimately add to the possibility of someone purchasing from you. So that's why I recommend mapping it out first and really thinking about the impact that all of those individual spaces and elements are going to make on the shopping experience versus just choosing the first thing that is available to you versus just choosing a free theme. Because honestly, even the free themes, although they are obviously effective and functional, there may be very specific elements design-wise that you want your website to have that a free theme is not going to offer you. So it can be a little bit more limiting, I would say. But I, I do want you to know that a free theme can definitely get you by if a paid one is not in your budget just yet stick with the free one, but just know that the free ones also have um, differences. So I would recommend exploring them. One thing that I want you to know about Shopify is that you can add any of their themes to your back, the back end of your website. And essentially, uh, even with the paid ones, you can run them on a trial and that trial never expires. So if you wanted to just test them all out and you wanted to, you know, add your pictures and videos or just get familiar with the functionality or the, the different features that each theme has or be able to compare them, you can do that for free for as long as you want, even if you're like, let's say that you're like, you know, your goal is by the end of the quarter or the end of the year, you would like to invest in one of the paid themes. You could start building on it right now in the background and you won't get charged for it until you um, actually purchase it. And it's a one-time purchase. You don't have to continue to purchase it. So that's also great. Now, another thing I want you to know is that you don't have to only choose from the themes that Shopify provides. Um, Shopify has their own theme library, but there are tons of theme websites out there. And the one that I recommend is called ThemeForest. Um, so ThemeForest.net is the website and it 
sales themes for pretty much all platforms. So they have a um, tab that's solely dedicated to Shopify. And honestly, the first paid theme that I bought, I bought from ThemeForce. I actually did not invest in a um, Shopify one for a while because they're a little bit more expensive, actually a lot more expensive. I won't even say a little bit. Um, so on ThemeForce, you can find themes for as low as like $19 up into, you know, the few a few hundred dollars. Um, so the first theme I bought, I believe I paid like $29 for it. And again, that was a one-time purchase. I didn't have to continue to purchase it. Um, they The theme uh, developers, they'll make updates to the theme over time. So you can go in and... Um, you know, update your theme and you don't have to pay for it again. But same as on Shopify, you want to make sure that you know what functionality you're looking for so that you can research themes by functionality first and foremost. Um, so let's just talk a little bit about like the design of websites and things like that. Now, obviously, this is a audio. Can't really show you what that looks like. However, <laughs> I can walk you through what's good and what's bad. But I would say the easiest way to, you know, kind of get an idea of what your possibilities are, what your options are when it comes to website de design is to just start paying attention to what websites look like when you're shopping. So when we're just shopping, honestly, we're not looking at the website. We're looking at the products on the website. But as a business owner, I want to encourage you to look at the website. Look at the functionality. Look at how they choose to showcase products. Look at how they talk about the products. Look at how they have a banner at the top that is selling you something, not a picture of the owner with their hands folded wearing a suit. Like that makes no sense. They use every single element of their homepage to sell something. Everything is organized in you know an order that is intentional at the top they may have the new arrivals and the next section may be a featured item the next section may tell them about afterpay and sizzle and quad pay and all that good stuff the next section might uh, promote a singular collection the next section might be sign up for our email list or download our app or whatever the case may be it there's every single section of that homepage is dedicated to something so like I said you know I, I want to encourage you to map it out on paper and really think about what you want to go in those spaces um, versus building from the top of your head because building from the top of your head that's going to be random and random uh, action produces random results so don't do that um, so again, every single thing on that website needs to be chosen on purpose. Um, and that means that when you take your pictures, when you're creating your content, you have to think about the fact that you're not only taking pictures for social media, and you're not only just taking pictures of the products to be featured on the product page, you're also taking pictures and creating content to live on your homepage and things like that. Um, an uh, important point of reference for your website is to know that it's literally just your business's home. Um, so I, I always relate it to like walking into someone's literal house. When you walk into their house, typically you get, even without them saying anything, you kind of get to know a little bit about their personality. Um, so like my house currently is tons of neutrals. There's not a lot of color, honestly, and that's on purpose. Um, I like color, but I don't like it so much that I want to see it all over my house. So someone who walks into my house may say, you know, this is really nice. This is my vibe. I love the cleanliness of it. I love how neutral everything is. Whereas someone else's house is going to be more vibrant and colorful, maybe a little bit psychedelic. I don't know. It's a little bit more fun and, and, and lively. And that tells you a little bit 
typically about the personality. So as a brand or as a business, your business should have or your brand should have a personality and that should come through or be conveyed through your website. So your website is literally your business's home and it should add to how someone feels about your business. It's um, it's like inviting a friend to your house. You want it to be organized. You want it to be clean. You don't want them to leave thinking like, dang, that girl house was dirty. Like, oh my God, <laughs> wow, she needs to clean up. It's crazy. Can't believe you invited company over here. So that's why you really want to take the time to like organize it intentionally and, and think about like the fact that you're you're literally inviting people into your home every day. You're hoping that thousands and someday hundreds of thousands and millions of people will come into your home. And ultimately, you're giving them something to talk about, even if they don't purchase anything. Hopefully, it's so well designed and so organized or so clean and so pretty that they remember it, that they're like, wow, that was a seamless shopping experience, even though I wasn't ready to buy today, I'm going to be ready on Friday when I get paid and I'll definitely be back. It's just like walking into a physical store, you know, in the mall or something. Those stores, depending on which one you're going into, they take the time to make sure that the racks are organized, that you can find what you're looking for, that there are sales associates there to help you, so on and so forth. So your website's the same. When you think beyond just what it looks like, you're also thinking about like, the apps and extensions that you're going to add to it, those are seemingly your sales associates. There, there are elements that should help you to sell your products. So that might be a um, pop-up that shows them related products, or it might be the fre frequently bought together section on the bottom of a product page. Um, those are going to be things that maybe help you to sell more products per transaction. And ultimately, it's like having a conversation with a sales associate without there being an actual like you know exchange of a voice so when you think about your website it's not just what it looks like it's also the features and functionalities that will make the shopping experience a little bit more seamless and that has been one of the biggest advantages in my opinion of using Shopify it gives you the option or the opportunity to create a shopping experience that could potentially be extremely memorable and also extremely easy, allowing them to get to check out way faster than any other platform, in my opinion. Um, so a lot of times people make the mistakes of like creating content for the website when they first launch and they never change it. It's like, come on now. This is a living, breathing part of your business. It's literally, think of it like a person. It's part of your team. It, ha it has personality of its own. It needs to speak on your business's behalf and it shouldn't be communicating. It shouldn't be saying the same words every single day. Like it's not a robot. It needs to change. So I see that a lot of people don't update their website very often. They don't update it as the seasons change. They don't update it and reorganize the products. They don't even experiment with, you know, the order of things. The new arrivals are always at the top. The clearance section is never anywhere to be found. They don't even have a clearance section. They never talk about, you know, the buy now, pay later options. There, there's no call to actions. You definitely want to make sure there's buttons that can be clicked biggest pet peeve um the header header or hero image at the top of your website should not just be an image it should be clickable it should have a button or something that can click it should also showcase something that is either happening on your website at the moment a sale or promotion or be promoting a product or a collection of products that you want people to see and ultimately buy so that's a big big mistake that i see happening we just like put pretty things in front of eyes, but 
the pretty things aren't functional or effective and ultimately aren't helping to sell you sell anything to consumers. Another huge big mistake is utilizing stock photography on your homepage, anywhere on your website, honestly. I'll never forget, I was on someone's website and if you're listening to this, sorry. I was on someone's website and I looked at the banner at the top of the website. It was a beautiful woman. She was wearing a jacket. And I said, oh my God, this jacket is so cute. I, I might just have to buy this. And she said, I don't sell that jacket. And I said, well, that makes no sense. So I want you to know that makes no sense. If you have selected any stock photography whatsoever to showcase on your website in any capacity, and there's a person wearing something that you do not sell, that literally makes no sense. Imagine someone coming to your website, seeing a pictures of a person wearing something and them liking it so much that they want to buy it and you don't sell it. Easy way to have a depressed shopper and to get me to leave. So don't use stock photography. Definitely stay away from it. Um, update your website often, honestly, like once a week, if you can, at least once every two weeks. Um, and like I said, just pay attention to the websites that you shop on and how frequently they change. Disclaimer, not boutiques. Look at big brands. Look at, you know, the Macy's and the Skims and the Old Navies and the Good Americans and so on and so forth. Like pay attention to how often they update their content. This is not a conversation of, you know, how often am I doing a photo shoot, so on and so forth. It's just a conversation of, creating content with the purpose of it being a banner at some point with the purpose of it being a featured image on your homepage or any anything of that nature at some point you're planning ahead for your website not just you know buying new products and things of that nature because your website plays a huge role in your business so the last thing I want to leave you with is some mindset shifts that you may want to make as it pertains to your website. Because like I said, your website is a huge element of your business. So huge because it's the last stopping point before someone chooses whether or not they're going to give you some money. So with that in mind, you know, it has to be really, really important. Um, I would say number one for me is... uh. A good website is not an expensive website. An expensive website, just because you spent a large sum of money on it, it does not automatically make it good. A good website is one that gets a shopper to the checkout as quickly as humanly possible. So that just means not overwhelming them with flashing lights and crazy, like weird features. They don't need a thousand buttons that they have to click to get to the checkout page, like seamless quick, that's going to be most effective and it's going to get you the money that you want to make as quickly as humanly possible. Um, another one being that you don't provide a service, you sell products, you have a lot of them. So give your products the opportunity to get their own individual piece of shine by updating your homepage as often as possible and giving people the opportunity to see something that maybe they haven't seen just yet. Um, Always remember that, you know, there's there is a there is a clear line of difference between service-based businesses and e-commerce businesses. E-commerce businesses sell products depending on the size of your business. You may sell a ton of products, whereas a service might a service-based business may only sell 
one singular service or a couple of services. And that, and it often isn't something that they can necessarily display in a multitude of ways, which is why they may not change their websites as often as a e-commerce business does. So definitely give yourself the permission to change it whenever you feel like it, honestly. It is lit, if you think of it as a living and breathing part of your business, then ultimately you can kind of remind yourself that it has a personality, it has a voice, it, and it wants to speak on your behalf. You just have to let it. And the only way that you can let it is by changing it up and allowing it to communicate different things at different times on your business's behalf. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. <laughs> Before I go, I want to say switch to Shopify. If you're not on Shopify, this is not a paid recommendation. I promise you it's not sponsored. Unfortunately, Shopify call me, um, but switch to Shopify. It's fantastic. It is. I don't want to hear the it's too expensive. I don't want to hear that. Go daddy's cheaper. I don't want to hear it. Shopify is where it's at. You need it. It's going to be so helpful, so beneficial. And I promise you, you will not regret it. Okay. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And as always, I will chat with you all later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank y'all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to connect with me more, check me out on Instagram at Jan Chartay, on YouTube, Jan Chartay. And if you want to learn how to launch or grow your online boutique, head to www.theboutiqueacademy.com.